1: Y'all
2: hear the sound of those sirens? That can only mean one thing. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Outsider's Edge podcast here on the Chairshot Radio Network. We thank y'all for joining us during this holiday season. This is your boy, Mr. Kyle Moores. I am not joined this week by my good buddy Rance, a.k.a. Ray Cash. He is dealing with some personal family matters this week, and we just want to send him all of our love and well wishes um instead this week i am joined by our honorary outsider frequent guest of the show f- friend of the family mr darren mags kirkby how you doing sir
1: i'm doing good yeah uh honorary outsider wow what a, what a massive massive honor and yeah i just want to echo uh what you said uh much love to to uh, r- uh to rants this ain't a, a rare cash uh social media thing this is to uh the guy Rance and his and his, and his family. We we absolutely love you and we are here for you through through this horrific time that you're going through. So yeah, much love to you and yours.
2: Um, and so we just want to start the show. Just quick apology for our inconsistent show output over the last couple of weeks. It's the holiday season. There are personal matters going on, um, and so it's just been a little bit difficult. But we have managed to come together and bring y'all another edition of that good positive wrestling goodness that you needed mean,
1: times. has outsider's edge been consistent i think the only thing consistent is just how inconsistent cons- the show is
2: we are consistently inconsistent <laughs> in our output that's why we have so many loyal loyal listeners that are here to support our version of hashtag journalism um so you know Even though we're inconsistent, wrestling is not inconsistent. And we'll go ahead and we're going to start the show with the not necessarily bombshell news, but the mildly surprising news that Kevin Owens has re-signed with the WWE, and Sami Zayn has apparently also re-signed, but, like, that one didn't surprise me at all. I figured Sami was staying anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, But... What do you, first of all, what was your initial reaction to KO staying with the company? And second of all, how big do you think the Brinks truck they backed up to Quebec was?
1: Okay, so the, I'll answer the second one first. Uh, according to uh, Shagadev, uh, Uncle Meltzer uh, from Wrestling Observer, he seems to think that the the contract is in the ballpark of two to three million a year.
2: That's two um, to three million American. So that's like three to four million Canadian.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um so that that kind of does shoot to pieces the the the, the often told line of WE making cuts for budget reasons. Uh if they throw in uh three million Kevin Owens way, but that's not to say he doesn't deserve it. Um uh, to answer the 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 first question, how was I was surprised i think uh, a lot of people kind of expected uh the the jump to to aw to be a thing especially with so many of uh of his uh of his peers going that way um but then when you get down to his reasoning it makes total sense because he's a family guy he feels that uh, WWE has, has become a home for him he spent a long part of his career there uh and when and when the offer was was made he was more than happy to take it and uh, I, I don't think anyone can begrudge uh, a wrestler uh, in these times securing the bag. Um, mm. but- Take all
2: that dirty billionaire money you can.
1: Yeah, but Wrestling Twitter does be Wrestling Twitter And the amount of people throwing hate towards Kevin Owens Because he'd re-sign with a company that he's been with for the past six years Oh, ridiculous People saying that they'll never watch another Kevin Owens match again That they wanted the Mount Rushmore back together Oh, Wrestling Twitter, you make me giggle
2: I mean, one of the recurring themes of today's episode is going to be people are really quick with those Twitter fingers. (laughs) Like, they're really quick to react with these Twitter fingers and say some out-of-pocket bullshit that they would never actually say in, like, civilized company. Um, Like, KO resigning didn't... It somewhat surprised me a little bit, but it didn't surprise me that much um sammy Zayn resigning didn't surprise me at all sammy is very much you know vocal about the fact that all corporations are evil all corporations mm-hmm. are bad the best you can do is use the platform that they allow you to do the most good possible and mm-hmm. wwe gives him the biggest platform to do the most good um for you know sammy for syria for his other humanitarian causes um and I bet they back the Brinks truck up for him too. Like he's doing a program with Brock right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and and it, it just goes to show as well that if you work within that that WWE system, you can still have uh, have morals, and you can still have a like I said, a platform to to uh, to air your political leanings because. If it was anyone else bar Sami Zayn, they would have been ousted from that company for, for some of the things that uh, that he, he said. I mean, he's, he's been uh, clearly against the, the deal with, with Saudi Arabia to the point where he wasn't... He's not even
2: allowed to go to Saudi, yeah. Saudi Arabia because he's ethnically Syrian, and Syrians <laughs> are banned from the country.
1: Yeah, exactly. So um, it, it's good that uh, the company, even though it is... Kind of flying in the face of their deal with Saudi Arabia, that they are still willing to to back him um, and allow him to to be able to air those uh, those uh, political leanings and, and and his viewpoints on some of the horrific atrocities of of that that regime, um, and the fact that he's now secured a. a a long-term deal or allegedly secured a long-term deal and still knocking around with uh, his best friend in the hall of wrestling in, in, uh, in Kevin. Yeah. Good on him. Um, uh, like I said, with Kevin secure that bag. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and his, his work with Brock Lesnar is, is some of the best thing on WWE programming right now.
2: Uh, hard agree, hard agree. Um, we'll go from a major re-signing to yet another major release from the company, albeit this one a little bit more on the controversial end for various reasons. Um, So Jeff Hardy got let go from the Mm -hmm. WWE recently. Uh, There had been some reports of some issues with Jeff at a house show recently. And allegedly, according to the reports, um, WWE tried to get him to go to rehab again and he refused to go to rehab again. Mm -hmm. And based on the terms of the deal that he had with them, you know, he refused to go to rehab again, knowing full well that that would probably mean they were going to cut bait.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, And so they did cut bait and it was kind of controversial because, because it wasn't necessarily clear, like, and it still isn't fully clear, like where Jeff Is at in terms of his mental health and his struggles with addiction and all of that. You've got, you know, reports from his wife saying he's fine. And, you know, I, for one, like to believe the family of the person. Um, You've got him making videos with Matt and doing things like that that would indicate that, you know, he's not falling apart. But at the same time, when you've got someone with the kind of history that Jeff has where, like, he's actively done time for, like, Mm -hmm. being caught with hundreds of different, like, substances, um, that it's always questionable. Like, I don't know, what are you thinking right now? Because I feel really weird about the whole situation.
1: Yeah, um, I've I've kind of flip flopped on my viewpoint on this. Uh, originally, when uh, when the, the news broke, uh, my uh, my first view was poor Jeff. Obviously, he's still struggling uh, and, and addiction um, uh, to, to things like uh, painkillers and, and and drugs and, and alcohol is something that is a, a daily battle for for people. Uh, it's one of those kind of like hidden um, illnesses that that people have to fight against day in day out and my first initial thought was oh poor Jeff, he he seems to be going somewhere, I'd seen the videos of him uh, leaving the match uh, earlier on the house show going through the crowd and it it just felt to me that maybe he had a relapse but it's not my place to to judge, and that's one thing that really started to grind me with uh, wrestling uh, social media is how quick they were to judge. But then on the other side of the coin, there was uh, another subsection of of wrestling Twitter that annoyed me, uh, kind of like painted the picture of where Jeff was going next, and the amount of people who, who uh, were replying to. The reports of Jeff uh, being released uh, and and refusing um, refusing rehab to say, well, he go to AW, go to AW, and I'm I was like, come on, give the guy. If he
2: was really, if he was released for an actual relapse, the conversation you should be having shouldn't be he mm-hmm. needs to go to this company next. It should be okay. Well, let's let's try to get some help. Exactly. Or at least take a step back, you know. Maybe not be on the road for a little while. Maybe go home, reassess, recenter. Um, but like, it's just that the, like the conversation should not immediately be when we're not certain what's going on.
1: And and, and um, this and this is the crux of the problem because we were getting the 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 rhetoric from WWE that Jeff had had. Uh, some sort of issue, and he'd refused rehab, and they had no option but to let him go. And then you're getting the 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 side of, of Jeff and and his wife and 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 Matt and Rebbe saying that he's fine, he's absolutely fine. He was showing up on on Matt's uh, Twitch streams, um, saying that he's uh, been listening to a lot of Wilson Phillips songs, uh, specifically "Release Me," kind of like hinting uh, maybe the redubbing side isn't all that that we seem it to be Uh, and the more I've I've kind of heard of of Jeff's actions afterwards the more I think this was a play to get out of the contract.
2: Yeah oh yeah yeah like this feels you know the when you lay it out like that it feels very much like an I wanted out I didn't want to do this anymore and they wouldn't let me go of my own accord so (laughs) I just you know, pulled. I pulled a me and then refused to go to rehab because the other part of this conversation that I want to get to from wrestling Twitter, um, y'all, you can't force someone to go to rehab. You can't force someone to get help. Um, Sean Waltman had tweeted out, like, I went to rehab three or four times before it stuck mm-hmm. uh, because, like... It's one thing to say you'll go so that the checks keep coming. It's another thing to like actually go with the intention of getting better and getting help. You cannot force someone to get help.
1: Yeah, exactly. And regardless
2: and of whether this is a legitimate problem or not or if he just faked it to get himself released, you can't force someone to get help.
1: Yeah, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't can't make him drink. He only he can decide when he's ready to to make that change and, and get that help. Um, and and we are only fed crumbs of of, of the story that's that, that's going on. We don't know the half of the details that has happened in this. Um, but the more I've I've uh, read about the story, the more I've heard from from Jeff and Matt. Saad. It just it just smacks of of uh, of him wanting out of his contract seen a, a way to get quicker quickly released and be able to to rejoin his brother uh as a tag team over in aw maybe the grass is greener over there um um i i, I wouldn't like to say but yeah it just uh there's, there's a lot of twists and turns in this storyline yeah I, I fully expect to see him uh turn up in AEW in the very very near future
2: i also expect him to turn up in aew in the near future it feels very much like the um it feels like the play that Mm -hmm. aew would pull he is a legend in the industry they love to bring in the legends matt's already there um so you can have like one last hardy boys run especially because matt recently went on the twitters and talked about how you know he's kind of done being a caricature of himself anymore and he's in on Matt Hardy again. So.
1: Even even though when he first signed with AWE he was I have 20 characters that I've never been able to use in WWE and here are many of them. And The main one was I'm a parody of Vince McMahon. Brilliant.
2: I mean, you know yes, but to be fair as I argued to Good Brother Rance many a time um, and he agreed Big Money Matt is the best man big money I mean, matt is the best matt like if you include the entire pantheon of versions of matt hardy the only other version of matt that was even on the level of big money is matt hardy v1
1: yeah slam a tornado matt hardy is the best matt hardy
2: <laughs> matt hates mustard <laughs> yeah. matt facts matt hardy
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is the best map. I'm not very taken with Big Money Matt, to be fair. Um, I just think that faction is bloated, so so blotted. Um, and I, yeah, I'm all for an AEW uh, version of, of the Hardy Boys. I just think it's a little bit disingenuous if Jeff has has used the the idea of a relapse to get out of a contract. I think that's that's mm, yeah, a that's a. Bit... Um...
2: That's a much more uh, fucked up argument uh, situation that we haven't really gotten into, and if that is the case, like, damn, bro,
1: that's, yeah, I mean, that's, the, I mean, the the first thing that was on the majority of sensible wrestlers' minds, uh, wrestling fans' minds, was, oh, I hope Jeff's okay, and if he's used that kind of uh, that um, fan love to to weasel his way out of a contract that he willingly signed. He willingly signed. Nobody that Nobody held a gun to his head. I mean, that one part. of the one of the uh, the the the, um, the parts he put in his contract was he got his own music back, and and WWE very rarely get a get a licensed music, and they did that for him. So he made WWE kind of a uh, um, fit those um, those um, parts into his contract for him to six months later want to weasel his way out. Um, well and
2: also and also especially in the case of returning veterans who have been with the company before, I don't have as much sympathy for them when things go like the way they've gone before or when things aren't what they were promised or whatever. And the reason I don't have the sympathy is that I'm just like, you've been through the machine. You know how the machine runs. You know who is genuine and who is not. You know, like, what is genuine and what is not. You know how the creative process is. You know the way that they viewed you in the past or always seem to. Like, you knew all of these things. So, like, I don't have as much sympathy for you when they fuck you up.
1: Yeah, once, and twice, yeah.
2: Yeah, like, you know, and it's different in a case of, like, so... I'll use John Morrison as one exception because they did his wife real fucking dirty. Mm-hmm. Like, they did her real fucking shady ass dirty and that yeah. was not cool. Yeah. Regardless I mean, of how what, they what like, annoys me about Yeah.
1: What annoys me most with uh with the ty Valkyrie's it was a it was a dream to make it to WWE as well. Yeah,
2: She wanted to be there, she wanted hmm. to do it. What pisses me off is just like and this is, and a little bit of this blame I put on Triple H, legitimately, a little bit of this blame I put on Triple H because of what he turned NXT into towards the end. He made it his little indie fed, and that's great. Tao was TV ready from day one.
1: Yeah. She had well, no reason to go to NXT.
2: She should never have been in NXT no. with the lineage, especially with the lineage that she has as a bilingual performer. Uh, like, you bring her in immediately. Mm-hmm. To the main roster, Yep. Like, I mean, shit. You were having a you were having a John and Ms. dissension situation, and Maurice is back. You could have had so many legs with was. Taya versus Maurice, like mm-hmm. the two Canadian like wrestlers. And Maurice is an old legend, and Taya is a luchadora legend, like. There was so much to that that you could have done and like that one has legitimate gripe in a way that like some of these other like returning people who went back like you said once bitten twice shy it's just like nah man you knew what this was.
0: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify? <laughs>
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely. So, we're going to take a quick ad break, but when we return from the ads, we will go from one person getting released to another person who just kind of walked out the
1: door. <laughs> Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
2: Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code chairshot. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code chairshot to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one.
1: This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out the cheshire.com. you breaking news interviews, podcasts galore. Everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com.
2: Thanks for helping us pay those bills, y'all. And if you enjoy the content that we provide here on The Chair Shot, make sure you go to www.prowrestlingtees.com forward slash The Chair Shot and pick yourself up some of that sweet, sweet merch. Get yourself a t shirt in that soft style.
1: Let it feel so good on your
2: skin.
1: Oh, the hair stood up on, on the back of my neck then. That was sensual.
2: I mean, you know, I'm trying to give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. Speaking of somebody who chased what it what they wanted, Johnny Wrestling and Kyle O'Reilly have both made the decision to roll on out of NXT after they finished up at War Games. And I mean, I think we all agree it's pretty obvious that Kyle O'Reilly will go to AEW with everybody else. Um because that's where all of the former Ring of Honor NXT guys go. Um, but I'm more curious. What do you think Johnny Wrestling's next move is? Candice uh, is still technically under contract, and like,
1: yeah, I think they they enforced an extension on her contract um, for for Tam mist, which is something uh, WWE have have uh, been doing a lot recently. Uh, for me, I think he he spends time being a dad. I think. Oh yeah, I could see that. Um, I, um, I've seen a couple of interviews and I've seen the bits of his Twitch stream, uh, and this guy has not took a day off from wrestling in, in 15 years, even, even, uh, he's, he, he was talking about his signing for NXT, uh, six years ago. And he's, he's been the ever present, uh, never. And gets you know, into he had it.
2: a decent contract, you know, it wouldn't have been, you know, obviously he's not making millions, but you know, he made like, good six figures probably towards mm-hmm.
1: the end yeah and and he's he's able to use his social media presence to get a, a decent deal from twitch so he's still gonna be uh still gonna be making making some money i think he he may show up on on some indies uh, i think he he kind of it feels like he's missed that part of of wrestling uh, i know he said uh that um, he feels like he's going to be the Candyman of, uh, of indie wrestling. That if you chant Johnny Wrestling enough times, he's going to appear <laughs> in the mirror. Um, yeah, but That's um, great. yeah, I th- I I think he will eventually end up have a coming back to WWE in 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 some form, or even making a, a trip to, to AWE. He's he is that good. Uh, I know he's been commenting recently saying he thinks that Kenny Omega is the, the best wrestler in the world and that he would love a dream match with with Daniel Bryan, kind of like shooting his shot, which uh, I totally understand. But he's one of those wrestlers that even if you are brand loyal to, to WWE or AEW or whoever, he's one of those wrestlers that wherever he goes, you're happy for him. because Absolutely. He... He bleeds this sport. He's not. Uh, he doesn't seem like someone who politics. He doesn't seem like someone who's wrestled for the money. He just feels like someone who who bleeds for wrestling. And yeah, wherever he turns up, I'll be happy with him, and, and I'll be uh, a massive Johnny Johnny wrestling supporter.
2: Wholeheartedly agree. Everything about Johnny wrestling is great. I'm here for it. Um, good. All the best for him and Candice as they welcome in baby wrestling. <laughs> um and like good on them um but i also want to say this like legitimately as much as i loved you know everything that that version of NXT was NXT 2.0 is better right now
1: like, I, it it doesn't get a lot of love in in social media in fact it gets a lot of hate but i really because of what it represents
2: NXT. Yeah.
1: It gets hate for what it represents, but like it's so good. It, it's what NXT should have been uh, after the kind of game show section and it started to transition into building future stars. When we got to the, the kind of uh, Sammy and Kev, uh, Kevin, uh, the Samoa Joe, the, 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 the Four Horsewomen era, when those wrestlers weren't meant to be there for so long. They were meant to be there to hone their kind of a, a wrestling skill, to hone the way that you work the camera, and then move on to the to Roland SmackDown. That's what NXT Two has gone back to. Um, yeah,
2: it's what got it's what got
1: mm-hmm. NXT
2: popular in the first place.
1: Yeah, and we went through the whole kind of a uh, indie phase where uh, Triple H uh, was bringing in the cool wrestlers, which was amazing. Um, The wheels fell off when it became the AEW uh, competitor. When uh, Vince uh, saw that how much money was being ploughed into uh, NXT, and he wanted a return on that investment, um, and it didn't work. So I I like the fact they've stripped it back, and they're going back to introducing newer characters who are going to be primed for main roster wrestling. And sometimes less is more. And you can't tell me there's not some future world champions in, in that that group. Braun Breaker will be a huge star. Tony D'Angelo De- is going to be massive on main roster. There's there's some great new characters coming through there.
2: Well, you just said you just said the most important part of it. There are actual characters coming through again. Mm-hmm. Like this is no longer like as much as I loved the indie guys. They're all seemingly interchangeable. like very just like, it was like playing with, it was like playing with Legos and you can take the heads off and put them onto different bodies. And Mm -hmm. like, like that is what the old, like towards the end, it started to feel like when you're just bringing in indie person after indie person after indie person and the feuds are always the exact same about the same shit and they drug on forever and never ended. And now there are actual, like legitimate, characters again. Mm-hmm. As we've said a lot on the show, wrestling on its own isn't enough anymore. I need you to like appeal to me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And 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 to go back to those uh indie darlings that, that that were brought in, um, as as cool as they were to have those under one umbrella and seeing all those those indie dream matches, the issue is that they came in with with names and reputations already attached to them. So when um When Adam Cole comes in, he's known as Adam Cole Because everybody already knew Adam Cole When Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish came in They were new as Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish Because that's who they were And that is hard for a company like WWE To to kind of transition into their own characters Um, Well, as we've
2: talked about before WWE has never done well with IP that they have not created
1: And that's the rub And that is the rub WWE um, don't want uh, WWE fans because it's not all wrestling fans. They don't want WWE fans going out and doing homework on the wrestlers that they they've brought up uh, saying, oh, well, I can see that wrestler in Ring of Honor. I can see his work from PWG or his work in Chikara. Even
2: even with people, though, that don't have that Bray Wyatt's a good example of like that was a character that. Wyndham created Mm -hmm. and WWE creative always struggled to like properly execute this IP that was not their
1: IP because they were not invested in it.
2: Yeah, like their whole—they're just like, okay, great. Here's this thing that we didn't make that like we don't really understand. And we don't really know what to do with, but like the fans like it, so I guess we have to keep using it. But
1: like, and how can we monetize it? Let's design a, a horrific belt that will sell for six hundred dollars.
2: Let's ch- <laughs> let's take him and instead of making him a cult leader, let's give him a creepy. It just came out and was successful, so let's give him a creepy clown mask. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, you know, and so like they struggle with IP that they didn't create. And none of as you just said, none of the indie guys were IP that they created. Uh say what you will about their big NIL deal and about this like new shift to we want to get like athletes that we can turn into characters and blah 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 blah, but like they do really well with IP that they made.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because they're invested in that. They they are willing to put the the machine behind that happy, um, with the likes of uh, an Adam Cole, um, with the likes of I mean we even talked with Daniel Bryan even though it was a few years before he had that reputation on the indies, and it, it felt like WWE kind of stunted that they wanted him to be a WWE wrestler rather than this this indie darling wrestler, and it took a, a long time for him to kind of break through that glass ceiling almost
2: yeah and so you know now that they are kind of past that phase and even though it's meant that a lot of like really beloved performers are gone um the new people are getting a chance to shine and they're really good and it's fun and it's enjoyable Mm -hmm.
1: yeah
2: and feels it also feels fresh at a time when literally everything feels not
1: Mm mm-hmm yeah, it, I, I love. I mean, I'm I'm a, a wrestling fan from the the 80s, um, where re- all wrestlers were characters. They were not. You never knew the wrestlers' real names. They never were uh, themselves turned all the way up, as uh, as uh, Jim Ross likes to say they were characters, so that's it's kind of like almost the the cycle of wrestling where what is once old becomes new again. Uh, I like the fact that they've got a, a a mafioso character. I like the fact that they've got uh, a skater girl um, and a yeah. social
2: justice warrior.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I like the I like that these wrestlers have got characters again, rather than I'm a real human being and you could follow me on social media, but I've no discernible character for you to attach yourself to
2: well so speaking of both social media and skater girls um segue yeah let's ollie on into the feud between cora jade and douchey darby allen Mm -hmm. and this can be the first of several segments in the end of our show here about wrestling social media and y'all with them twitter fangas yes Um, so it all started with uh, it all started with criticisms of Cora Jade because Cora Jade comes out with the skateboard Mm -hmm. and people wanted to because this is wrestling Twitter people wanted to make a comparison of Cora Jade with Darby Allen which okay fine that's innocent enough um Only for Darby Allen to respond with um, skateboarding, or skating is a huge part of my life, not a fake character for TV, lol. To which, our girl Cora Jade came back with the clapback. Being a good person with no abuse allegations against me is a huge part of my life. And not just a character I play on TV. It's speciality.
1: It's, it's so good, uh, and uh, I want to kind of paraphrase Adam uh, Pachucy from from uh, Cult Hulk. He said um, that Darby came with the the heart bomb when he dropped to what he said, and then Cora chose violence and just hit nuke after nuke after nuke and just eviscerated uh, Darby Allen with that with My that favorite reply. Take.
2: My favorite take on Twitter. Darby Allen called Cora Jade a fake skateboarder. Then she started rapping the opening verse to hit him up.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> like but,
2: she went no Vaseline on his ass.
1: But, but it just goes to show the kind of uh, the, the duplicitousness of, uh, of, of wrestling Twitter. Because for every person in support of, of Cora Jade, uh, bear in mind it, it wasn't her that started this beef. This nope. was all Darby Allen. Uh, nope. He had no reason uh, to like. To, he came to at her in. with some
2: petty bullshit. Mm-hmm. He came at her with some petty bullshit because here's my thing. It's also some low-key sexist bullshit too because, like, do they know each other? I don't know if they do. I'm going to assume that they don't. And, I, and based on my assumption that they don't, you're just assuming that this girl can't be into skateboarding.
1: Yeah, like, exactly.
2: you're, you've you just decided that, oh, no, skating is just some fake bullshit she does for TV. She can't be a real skater. Maybe she is. Maybe she was really into Rob Dyrdek growing up and wanted to, like, do some shit like that. You don't fucking know, dude. That is some and, bullshit.
1: And outside of wrestling, did, does anybody know uh, Darby Allen for his skateboarding? Absolutely Ooh. not. He's not it's not like he's got a deal. It's not like he's got a TV program, it's not like he's been on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Um Well, and I
2: appreciate her also bring pointing out the fact, and this is something I bring up about this motherfucker all the goddamn time. He can be as popular with the crowd as y'all fucking want him to be, and he can be as over his shit as y'all fucking want him to be. That doesn't change the fact that there are credible abuse allegations
1: against him. Yes. That doesn't make him a good person But wrestling Twitter Doesn't see it like that They they will support uh, uh, Abuse allegations Until it's their Boy, until it's their favorite Wrestler and then all Victim blaming uh, Well and uh, especially in this case
2: Well and especially in this case because Darby Is uh, Contracted to the Good Boys Company And Cora Jade is part Of the Evil Empire
1: Yes, also very, very true. But there's also another wrinkle in this situation because um, Darby's ex is also contracted to that evil machine, uh, Priscilla Keller, uh, Gigi Dolan. Uh, Now, she, uh, uh, before, I've not seen any of her comments on this particular situation, but I do recall that uh, when the allegations were thrown at uh, at Darby, uh, she came out in support of him. Uh, saying that uh, he was always, uh, he was always the, ever the gentleman with her. So maybe there'll be a bit of friction there between Cora and and Gigi backstage. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's there is more than one of these allegations, and it, we are still in a period where you believe the victims. You have to believe the victims. It was so uh, brave of these people to come out uh, in a in a time when. Um, wrestlers were were looked at as as untouchable there was always this this jobs for the boys uh care for what happens behind the scenes stays behind the scenes and it took a lot of bravery for all these victims to come out and say no this person was a scumbag and they did this to me um just because uh it didn't go any further than the allegations and there weren't any prosecution doesn't mean it still didn't happen uh and doesn't mean that um that people like Derby can can Uh, Do what they want with impunity Because they still Hurt a lot of people
2: Yeah absolutely And so like there's also a second lesson To be learned here um, Because both of them Deleted the tweets Uh, Y'all don't put it out there If you don't want it seen Because like you can delete (laughs) Yeah you can delete that shit all you want But we kept the receipts We got the screenshots Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you miss us with that. Um, You know, but there were a lot of fucked up things in wrestling socials this week and wrestling Twitter. So, like, let's slide from one set of crazy allegations to some other crazy allegations. These ones involving Tay Conti and Sammy Guevara. (laughs) Um, And so Tay is one of a couple of people we're going to talk about today that have straight up deactivated their socials. Um, because of some unproven bullshit, um, Sammy Guevara had announced recently that he and his fiance, Pam, had called off their wedding and they were not going to be getting married anymore. And wrestling Twitter being wrestling Twitter immediately jumps to these conclusions that Sammy and Tay Conti are like some kind of an item and that tay is the reason that sammy's not getting married to pam anymore and she's some kind of terrible home wrecker and all this other bullshit to the point that sammy's putting out like statements where he's just like i shouldn't even have to like say any of this but pam and i came to this mutual decision months ago mm-hmm. um it has nothing to do with anybody other than Cam and I, and like y'all are fucking crazy, and I just yet again would like to tell people, mind your
1: own fucking business. Yes, I mean this. This is so reminiscent of the of the Corey Graves and Carmelo stuff that happened uh, a couple of years ago, where wrestling fans stuck their nose in business that had no concern of them. Whether Tay Conte has been involved in that relationship breakup or not, it's not your fucking business. Tay Conte isn't there trying to raffle through your personals to see whether you are cheating on your partner. It's not your It's not your problem at all. And to force somebody who, up until a week ago, was the golden girl of, of female wrestling uh, when it comes to AEW fans, um... To force somebody off Twitter because you are giving so much grief to to her uh, over something that you know nothing about, absolutely nothing about, you are a bunch of salty, salty basement dwellers. Like, seriously,
2: you like bullshit ass cunts dusted off your Twitter fingers so that you could accuse this woman of home wrecking? Like y'all, in twenty twenty-one. We live in a world where, like, we have seen wrestlers who have been bullied into suicide (laughs) over petty bullshit. Like, this is not your place. Because like you just said, Megs, regardless of what did or didn't happen, it ain't your fucking relationship.
1: Exactly. Exactly. But it it does kind of, uh, for me, add... A little bit more uh, sass, I suppose, to the 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 uh, aw is 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 perfect storyline. What'll piss it, me off? Go ahead. Because two months before the alleged breakup, I think uh, Sammy said they broke up in about October. Um, two months before that breakup, AEW gave him TV time so he could propose to his girlfriend in the ring. That's a, that's some WWF bullshit right there. That's some macho man uh, Miss Elizabeth stuff right there. Um, so yeah, it's uh, but even even so that is not your business. It's people break up all the time. Now what'll if piss we, me
2: off? It, what'll piss me off is if these smarky ass fans that AEW's got fuck around and start like. Influencing the storylines and the character development because they refuse to cheer for Tay anymore. Mm-hmm. That'll piss which me the happen. fuck off.
1: That's going to happen, which is bullshit. I mean, um, I was never a huge Tay Conte fan in NXT. I thought she was incredibly green. The strategies she's made whilst being in AEW has been um, amazing uh, in terms of yeah. not just wrestling, but in terms of character work to the point where she legitimately looked like a credible contender for for brit baker if that's ruined because uh, a bunch of smarks online uh, think that they have any right to get involved in people's relationships and uh, and and accuse people of stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with them uh yeah it's, that's that's going to be some some sad sad bullshit
2: yeah like
1: Jesus, y'all, like, what
2: the fuck? And then in other Twitter deactivation news, Mags, hit him with the Jordan Grace stuff.
1: Yeah, uh, I've actually got another one as well that uh, oh, I, I haven't mentioned to you, but yeah, uh, Wrestling Twitter, be Wrestling Twitter. Um, so um, as we all know, Jordan Grace, uh, one of the, the, the best female wrestlers in the world period, uh, how she That's- hasn't been... How she hasn't been signed by WWE or AEW is absolutely beyond me. But she's absolutely amazing. And she's uh, married to one of the best wrestlers in the world, period, again, uh, in in Jonathan Gresham, uh, current Ring of Honor champion. Um, But he copped a lot of grief recently. um, And it's over the most petty thing that it could ever be because he's not six foot, because he's, he's five foot and some change. Uh, and he's been a, it's been kind of like um snowballing snowballing to the point where Jordan felt that she had to uh, come to his defense and say look this is ridiculous uh the fact that that uh, heartism is a thing in wrestling is it's 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 stupid and then oh, my compatriot uh won I, I, Loosely call him a wrestler uh, Former boxer Anthony Ogogo uh, He replied to to one of her tweets um, With a link A link to uh, an article On parents.com um, Saying uh, 11 genius Ways to stop a baby crying And goddamn, That set the twitter trolls off So um, Once he did that Pretty much every um, Every uh, anonymous Twitter uh, wrestling fan who thinks they're being clever and think they're being cool and edgy started having digs at, uh, at Jordan Grace and 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 uh, Jordan Grace. And and let's just uh, roll back a little bit. This is a Jordan Grace who has released three books, I think, uh, called uh, the 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 DMs of a, of a of a wrestling Twitter where she's called out people for the horrific stuff that that uh, that they sent to her. So she has got some thick skin when it comes to wrestling Twitter. She knows how to kind of roll with the punches. But but wrestling Twitter forced her off, um, and she's deleted all her all her social media accounts. Again, so, I mean, Jordan Grace was a brilliant follower, So talented, not just in wrestling, in powerlifting. She was a girl boss in every so, sense of the world.
2: So you know who else isn't six foot? Manny Pacquiao is not six foot. He could kill you. Mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather's not six foot He could kill you Ronda Rousey's not six foot She could fucking kill you And if you think that she couldn't You're lying to yourself Daniel like, Bryan's not uh,
1: six foot And he will kick your face in
2: I, I And I am I need to re-emphasize What I just said Ronda Rousey could fucking kill you And if you think that she couldn't You are lying to yourself <laughs> If you're not a professionally trained fighter, if you are just an average Joe off the street, I don't care how many feet you got on her, I don't care how many pounds you got on her, she could fucking kill you. And if you think that she couldn't, you are lying to yourself. So get off your high horse. If you're one of these troglodyte-ass motherfuckers who's just like, oh, well, you're not big enough to beat me. Yeah, they are. (laughs) I have seen many a small person Take down many a large person. Heidek exactly. got shit on training.
1: No, but it's it's just the 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 entitlement of of wrestling social media and wrestling Twitter mainly, uh, and probably wrestling Reddit as well. Um, it's just you feel uh, as a group that you can make these comments to somebody and and it not affect them, but it does. He he's, he's this is something he's he's had all his life. Uh, this is something he's had his whole wrestling career. I mean, this was a this is a guy who, if he was close to six foot, he would be wrestling for WWE. He would be wrestling for AEW. But because he's, one of the he's greatest not, in the world. yeah, he's he's so, so he can do things in a wrestling ring that many other wrestlers can't do. Same with John Grace. She's so super talented, and you smarky sons of bitches. And and we're coming into Christmas as well And I I hate feeling like this uh, But wrestling Twitter needs to take a long Hard look at itself And and realise the damage it does With these ridiculous comments And these ridiculous tweets Where you are being funny For clout When really you're just showing your whole asshole
2: Troll culture in general Is just gross and it needs
1: to Mm. go away Yeah, it absolutely does So
2: Oh man, you know we hate to end it on such a downer, but like y'all yeah. wrestling social media people are just pieces of shit, and so yeah. like fuck and, y'all.
1: And um, we we aren't even ending on there. There's been even more uh, that's that's come out today. So um, this again, AEW fans, um, you know the 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 main songwriter and music producer for AEW a guy called Macky Ruckus. A super super talented guy um, his, um, his wife uh, put a, a comment out on, on Twitter this week uh, and, and I'll read it verbatim she put so pet peeve of man uh, and this is just my opinion because Mikey doesn't care but AW posts happy birthday messages to valets who have been there for about a week but have yet to acknowledge uh, the, the music guy on his birthday for, for three years come on now which, for me, I think is... That's fair criticism. It seems fair. Um, and it's she, also
2: fair to have that feeling as his spouse, especially.
1: Exactly. Uh, and she got a lot of negative uh, response to that, uh, a lot of uh, hate. She ended up being another person deleting, uh, deleting tweets because of just the, the grief that she got. Uh, but then Mark, he, uh, he, he chipped in uh, and he said, uh, Twitter isn't real life. Uh, this picture is and he? he puts a picture up of, of him and his wife on a, on the wedding day so for all of you that decide to tweet those disgusting things at my wife today i hope it filled the void in your empty lives i hope you all experience a real relationship that doesn't involve a keyboard and your hands pun intended oh that's just the great perfect clap. comeback
2: great the perfect great
1: comeback. Clap. yeah but yeah again it, it's it's wrestling twitter thinking that they have uh, this this ordained right to abuse people it's it's ridiculous she had a legit criticism and she aired it uh in exactly the the right way this this was this was horrific again by the wrestling social media uh and, and in particular AEW wrestling fans yeah like
2: I don't understand how we are still in this period where, like, any criticism against that company is taken as, like, blasphemy and, like, you must be excoriated upon the cross for thy has committed a terrible sin. Like, legitimate criticism is valid. This company has existed for two years now, three years now. Like, it is time to get off of this, like, oh, we must defend the Middle Coast. And that isn't even getting into the thin-ass skin of Twitter fingers McGee, Tony Khan, coming after Fox News, of all things, because they had the audacity to post an article about how between the Jaguars having an eh um, month and AEW not really being able to capitalize on initial excitement and him coming back with, like, his bullshit about the ratings, and it's just like, bro, you've missed the forest for the trees. The point is what we've been saying all along. You have a great hardcore audience of slightly more than a million people, and that's awesome that you have a great hardcore audience of slightly more than a million people, but you still only have this audience of slightly more than a million people.
1: No matter how you massage the the facts, no matter how much you interpret the the demos and the ratings, the 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 truth is you haven't got the same audience that you started with. You've got almost half of that audience.
2: You have not grown like yeah, the way exactly. that you want to pretend you are, and that has nothing to do with ratings. Like you can still be the highest rated show in your time slot. You can still be a guaranteed renew for TNT and all of that. Like you can still be all of those things. All of those things can still be very much valid. And it can also still be true that your company has not grown the way that it should have.
1: Very, 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 very much so.
2: So like, I mean, all of this is to say in general, like, Maybe y'all on wrestling Twitter should get off the Twitter,
1: mm-hmm. like especially, especially knowing that it's Christmas this week. Go and enjoy some time with your loved ones. And, yeah, touchy human a-
2: being. Take Enjoy a the touch of another. Uh, breathe air that is outside air. <laughs> um, pet a dog or a cat, depending on which one is your thing. Or a reptile, if that's your jam. Like, whatever. You know, spend some time in nature or with an animal. Or, like, just experience some love in your life, y'all. Because, like, ooh, y'all are toxic as a motherfucker. And we just don't like it.
1: No, we definitely don't. It's... It's draining. It's draining being a part of the community sometimes, because you see all this negative, toxic energy, and, and it's more draining for us because we have to then talk about it on a on a, a podcast. Um, we would love to be a, and singing the praises of, of of wrestling Twitter. Yeah, wrestling Twitter have done something amazing for once, but it doesn't happen. It no. doesn't ha- happen at all, and it, that that's sad. That's really it really, really sad. Is. Knowing, knowing the the wrestlers that we've lost over the last couple of years, knowing the the way that um, that things like speaking out and and the way that we've all been trapped due to this worldwide pandemic, you'd think the 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 first thing we want to do is spread a, a bit of joy and happiness, but no, we seem to be stuck in this mire of of just hate and yeah, it, it's tiring. It's absolutely yeah. tiring.
2: It's just really gross so you know but on that note we're going to get out of here next week Mags and I'll hit you for Wrestle Kingdom and I, they're calling it what day one this year they're doing a new year WWE's <laughs> doing off. a new year's show
1: day, they're one. Calling it a day then, one two weeks later I think he's Royal Rumble yeah yeah so we'll talk day one card looks pretty stacked up to now yeah
2: we'll talk wrestle kingdom we'll talk day one we'll talk you know maybe a little bit of royal rumble prognostication we'll we'll hit y'all with some good year-end stuff um in the meantime mags tell them where they can find you good brother
1: yep so uh again i want to um give a a shout out to 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 rance um much love sir uh Hopefully we'll we'll hear from you again in, in the in the in the next few days. Uh, but yeah, you can follow me on on the social media. Not if you, not that you'd want to after my uh, clear disdain for you lot. Uh, but you can follow me on 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 Twitter at PodfatherMags, where I am involved in way too many podcasts for, for one human being to be involved in. Uh, but you'll find all links there um, on on my Twitter feed
2: uh make sure you give mags a follow and make sure you listen to all of his great content especially badlands because it's just some great shit uh, you can follow my good missing brother rance who i love very much on twitter at it's ray cash r-e-y is in mysterio c-a-s-h is in dollars you can follow me on twitter at dr smores you can follow the show on twitter at outsiders edge c-s As always, we are a part of the ChairShot Radio Network at ChairShot Media, where we invite you to enjoy your day the ChairShot way and always use your head. And remember, y'all, we here at The Outsider's Edge are some increasingly less young gentlemen just doing everything we can trying to make it out here in this world. And sometimes we're going to hit you with some of the good stuff, like... Johnny Wrestling's gonna be a great dad And we hope that he has a lot of fun Just touring the indies for a while (laughs) And other times We're gonna hit you with that necessary shit Like get the fuck off of Twitter With your nasty asses But no matter what We're just out here chasing our dreams And y'all have got to respect that Because If you don't Well Merry Christmas bitch We still don't give a fuck Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.
0: TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.